And I said, Jill, if there's ever a problem, just walk out on the balcony and fire two blasts outside the house. Buy shotgun. Buy shotgun. From the shadow of Black Mountain comes another edition of Gun Stuff Live. Hey, thanks for watching. I'm your host, Chris Swainhart, and this is Gun Stuff. Gun Stuff is dedicated to arming America, one law-abiding citizen at a time. If that describes you, you're in the right place. We've got a great show for you coming up today. Our first guest is Bone Dry uh, Gun Cases. I always say Bone Dash Dry, and that's because it's in the logo, and it's also in the URL. If you go to bone-dry.com, you're going to save 30%, but only if you use the coupon GSTV30. So, hey, check it out. And then also, Reap Weaponries. You're going to enjoy this. We've got some new products just being announced here right on Gun Stuff. We're going to have that on the show just coming up in a few minutes. Hey, we want to thank our sponsors, Adco, Adco Super Thumb Kit. Now, if you're like me, you want to protect these beautiful thumbs, and you don't want to wear them out when you're filling up your mag. So you need an Adco Super Thumb Kit. Now, you're going to get that at the end of the show. When I say you're going to get that, I mean you. All you need to do is stay tuned in, and at the end, we're going to give you a, a special coupon. And then also, if you haven't added this to your wardrobe, you need to. You want to look cool. You, you, you want to look, you know, a little svelte, like when you go to the PTA meetings. You want to wear the Gun Stuff TV ball cap. Don't pay for it, though. It is expensive. It's worth every penny. And, of course, there's shipping. That's never free. But... If you stay, stick along till the end of the show, you can get it for you or your girlfriend or anyone for free just by sticking it out to the end of the show. Hey, I appreciate you guys watching. Now remember, be sure to subscribe to our email blast by going to gunstuff.tv. At the bottom of every page, there's a place for you to subscribe if you haven't done it so yet. So we'd like to take a, just a little second. I always like to go over some of the current events that's going on. And I tell you what, this was pretty cool. It came across the news desk here. West Virginia lawmakers overwhelmingly approved course they got to say nra back you know what do we care about the nra right got campus carry bill sending to the governor now here is the deal uh people that like to do mass shootings want to go to places where they're gun-free zones makes sense right they don't want people shooting back at them <laughs> makes no sense at all so 20 states are joining the roster of places to eliminate gun-free zones on university campuses now this is for uh, state universities, private universities can do whatever they want. And, and, and CBS had this comment on here. Marshall University student E.T. Brown, now whoever that is, uh, is that Doc Brown from Back to the Future? I don't know. Says this month that some students are terrified on campus as it is. CBS News reported, we don't need more guns to exacerbate that. This bill is like throwing kerosene on wildfire. And it's appalling that we even have to say that while there's still blood on the ground at Michigan State, Bowen argued. Now, who the heck is Bowen argue? Uh, Bowen, and why do we need to talk to him? You know, it doesn't make any sense. But, hey, the regular media will paint this as a terrible, terrible thing. That's not what we think here at Gun Stuff. We think you need 
to be able to defend yourself, to be able to arm yourself. In fact, we think it's the right of every American. And uh, last time I checked the Constitution, there was an amendment all about it. Hey, I want to bring along our uh, guest hosts today, our co-hosts, and let me see if we got them on here. Scott, you're here. Scott mm -hmm. and Ursula. Yep. Hey. I don't know what you guys think. Uh, do you think that people should have the right to carry on university campuses? First yes. you, Scott. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it, it's, it's one of those things, too. I've heard statistics as high as 90 percent that, that uh, mass shootings happen in gun-free zones. So it's, you know, it has to start somewhere. So if they're focusing on campuses right now, that's fine. But there, there's more than just universities that have gun-free zones. So hopefully that will start the domino effect of eliminating that uh, because a lot of people carry in those zones anyways because they're not willing to give up their freedom and their ability to be able to defend themselves against the mass shooter just because they have to cross that piece of property that's designated as a gun-free zone so or, or their function is on there yep you know maybe i don't want to carry but if i've got ursula sitting next to me and she's got something uh i i feel a little safer with ursula there what do you think ursula yeah so if you see me in a yeah. spot that's marked gun-free zone best believe it is not a gun-free zone i'm tell you right now yeah you can see <laughs> ursula out there yeah and hey, guys, guys, let's get on to our featured firearm today. And, you know, part of our deal is we like to show you, our viewers, uh, uh, firearms that we have here mm -hmm. in the studio, get an idea. And, and this is something that might be overlooked. You might not be familiar with it. It is the SAR-9 CST. Mm -hmm. To me, it's a beautiful-looking firearm. And, and uh, I'm going to hand this over to Ursula. In fact, uh and let her look at it. But Scott, why don't you introduce it to us first while Ursula is playing? Yeah, so this is the uh, the SAR-9 CST. I believe we've done a video on this when this no, first came no. out. Uh, this is this is a two-tone model. Uh, comes black polymer, stainless as front and rear serrations. This one has the driftable rear sight, doesn't have the adjustable rear sight. Uh, but one of the cool things about the SAR firearms is uh, when we had them on before is they have been torture tested to like some 80,000 rounds without failure uh, for NATO testing. So that's their big claim to fame in the, in the fact that uh, their guns are extremely durable because they've been tested for NATO use. Uh, they were trying to be, a, they've been adopted by militaries uh, around the world, you know, of course, not the United States, but uh, in other militaries in other countries. And then they have the really cool feature that you can pull the pin out of the out of the back of it and the back panel and the side grip panels mm -hmm. will come out so you can build that grip. It comes with those those grip panels in there and you can build that grip to fit exactly the way if you want. So it, exactly the way they want. So if you only want palm swell on on your strong dominant hand and you want to leave it uh, slim on the other for your, you know, because that's your 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 best grip for shooting or you just don't want it rubbing up against your hip when you're concealed carry, you can customize that however you want. And having those extra grip panels also allows you to do other cool things like stipple them and, and do other stuff and, and be able to change them out. If all of a sudden you don't want that stippled at the time, you can just take those panels out and put the ones that are non-stippled in there. But uh, a lot of great features on this gun. Yep. Uh, Ursula, let's give you a shot at it here. Well, I actually right. uh, shot the meta version of this. And the cool thing about it um, is that, like, I, I uh, actually compared it to another gun that looks like this. I can kind of see some of the similarities. And uh, it actually felt better than that other gun that cost another, you know, three, four hundred bucks more than this one. 
So I enjoyed this one. This was actually pretty freaking awesome. Or the, the meta. This right here, trigger uh, pull feels exactly the same. And the Turks, they are, they're doing pretty good. The Turks are doing an awesome job doing a lot of clones. Um, but they're adding their little twist to it. Just like on the other gun, the or magazine release is actually part of the trigger guard. They decided not to do that and just actually just do a button system. And it still feels pretty way better. Like the trigger on this was way better than the other gun. I'll tell you that much. And somebody actually on uh, Rumble stated that uh, they've wanted a SAR 9. They're just broke. And I'm like, bro, this is a $350 gun. Like, what are you doing with your life right now? Yeah, uh, I, yeah exactly. Shout out to you. This firearm here, regularly five hundred and forty-five dollars. We're selling it for three hundred and fifty bucks. You know basically. who we need to get on the show? Dave Ramsey. That's who we need to get on the show to have these conversations. <laughs> now this yep. is, by the way, it's far. Dead snowball. Roll that sucker into a rifle. That's what I'm saying. Yep. You're getting this at less than wholesale. <laughs> And so you might as well jump on board, save yourself some money. Now, we only have one that we're going to sell at this price. Why are we doing that? That's just for you guys that are watching. Hey, guys, uh, we're going to be right back. I forgot 15 plus one. My bad. 15 It's 15 plus one capacity yeah. for a 17 plus one. 17. Yes. I don't know. I may have the other. You got the small one. Here's the big one right here. Yeah. 17 plus one capacity. 17 so, hey, uh, uh, California need not apply, all right? But uh, <laughs> the rest of you gun uh, sensible. If you're in California, just get the heck out. Hey, we're going to be right back with our first guest, Bone Dry. And you know what? That's a good place to put that when we get done shooting and put it in the bone dry case. Yes, I will. But we're going to show that, that in just a few seconds. We'll be right back after this short break. Why pay more? Get your stuff. Hey, glad to have you guys back. As always, remember, comment during the show. If you comment, we know who you are. In fact, you might have some questions of our guests. And I tell you what, uh, we found more often than not, your questions are very worthwhile to our guests. So, hey guys, let's bring on our first guest. Mm -hmm. Let's see if we can bring on Bone Dry. Uh, some of my buttons work, some don't. <laughs> let's see if this one does. Hey, Elliot, there you are. There you are. We're glad to have you. Elliot, oh, glad to have you join us here mm -hmm. and glad your button wasn't broken. So, hey, uh, Elliot, tell us about Bone Dry. It's a really a different case. And if you guys haven't seen it, uh, you know, I'm talking to our, our, our viewers. This is something you really got to see to behold, and uh, we've got lots mm -hmm. of stuff. Tell us a little bit. How did you get started with this? Who invented the bone dry case? And, and just give us some general information here, Elliot. Sure. So I'm actually the founder and inventor. Uh, our cases are all manufactured from our patented absorbent material. This is a small piece of it. And in the simplest of terms, we're the first addition of utility to firearm storage in many decades. If you keep your weapons in our cases, they don't rust. Our material was designed and proven after testing that it will pull the moisture out of the inner workings of the weapon and will work in partnership with lubricants to keep them in perfect working order. So where whether you're going like Scott is this weekend, where he's going to go jump in the mud and run a 10K because that seems to be what we do nowadays, <clears throat> or you're simply out on your adventures. Uh, our cases 
and utility where none was there previously. They work on the same principle as a commercial dehumidifier and do not require any electricity. They're also indefinitely reusable. You simply dry them on the larger designs in the sun, or you can use a hair dryer on the smaller ones or the larger ones to expedite it. And unlike any of our competitors, all of our cases come with a lifetime warranty. Well, you know, I, I love the fact that you don't have to use a hairdryer. You just put it out in the sun. And I'll bet you anything, uh, Elliot, you've been a real hit with the uh, a Greenpeace crowd and, and the climate change folks because uh, you have a gun case that goes right along with their agenda. Do you have a lot of uh, folks from uh, that side of persuasion uh, buying these uh, cases? What do you think, Elliot? It's a great question. A lot of our clients range from people who are very focused on conservation and we are a big give back brand. So we do a lot with the Midway USA Foundation and other charities. But we also believe and we do also have an electronics line that we are keeping your guns as well as in certain circumstances, animals and electronics out of landfills. So because of the nature and when I say we manufacture everything, we literally manufacture our own desiccant. It's not the stuff that comes in food or with clothing. It's the same as in commercial dehumidifiers. So there is a large community of our customers and our partners who really like the fact that it's an indefinitely reusable process. And most importantly, it actually works. You know, it's not an old wives' tale. This all started because I got my phone wet while washing my boat and rice is for eating. That's really not, it's not like <laughs> we actually trademarked that, I believe. Um, but what we found is a lot of people spend an enormous amount of time on their prized possessions, especially in the firearm space. And yet they'll throw it in a box or they'll throw it in a plastic bag, essentially. What we're doing is we're also providing that additional utility. But as an aside, our cases are made of the material. The material itself, which is, you know, I love when people say military grade. We're so above what military grade is. We only use the finest materials in the world. Um, if someone tells you something is mil-spec'd, uh, they really don't know run. what they're talking about. <laughs> run. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it, according to this administration, uh, right. for sure, you're not going to want it. Hey, you know, one thing I was thinking about this, you know, it's really true that... Uh, People in the shooting sports, uh, either whether you're working in it commercially or whether you're just a fan of it or a hunter, we care about the environment because that's where we're at, right? Mm -hmm. We're out there and we want to have renewable resources and we want products that work. And and, uh, and I think what you said, saving the rice for eating, hey, that's, that's kind of a bonus there. You've mm -hmm. got some great graphics here to tell us about it. Uh, here's a spokesman. You can just kind of uh, uh, talk over this while, while we're, we're looking at it. So really, guns rust from the inside. You know, and as I was talking with uh, my co-hosts earlier, we have a lot of customers who are in the desert because condensation is a destroyer of weapons. And for certain police departments we work with who auxiliary weapons sit now in the back of an SUV, our cases help them from not turning into rust because those, thankfully, for most circumstances, they're not used all that often. But especially when it comes to firearms where, let's be candid, if you're out in the middle of the woods or you spent the day at the range, 
the last thing most people want to do when they get home is take their weapons apart and thoroughly clean them. Mm -hmm. So by using our cases, the material will do a lot of the work for you. And it will make cleanup a breeze. Plus, they're rugged. Uh, my favorite recent story is we were at a trade show and a friend of ours who does the Collegiate Sports Athletic Association used our dual rifle case to bring everything that he was using to display at the trade show. So they're extremely rugged. They're guaranteed for life. And they're designed so that whether you're using our simplest case, which is our gun and ammo that I believe we're giving away on this show as well, mm -hmm. which can be used in your vehicle as a concealed carry, uh, you know, it's, it, it does close. So it is qualified for that. The beauty is, is when you go to need your weapon, you'll know your weapon's there for you to use it. Mm -hmm. And as we say, we are a big advocate of reminding the public that the Second Amendment is in place to protect the First Amendment. Mm -hmm. And if you are in a situation where you really require deadly force, in our opinion, it means you've gone through every alternative option and you are forced into this position. We want to make sure that your weapons are there for you. God forbid you should have to use them. Mm -hmm. That makes sense, yeah. right? Yeah. No, I so yep. And one of the things, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> one of the things I'd like to point out as well is you go out and you fire your gun all day at the range, uh, and you get the carbon buildup. Well, carbon retains moisture. So you you're out there in the sun. You sh you're shooting that you're shooting the gun. It builds up carbon in all the spots where, where where on on whatever that particular gun is that you're shooting. And then you go home and you throw it in the safe, and that's in an air conditioned space. Now you're going to get the condensation is going to build up on that gun. Or if you take that gun inside, very few people are leaving that just laying out in the elements. But it's but the bottom line is when you get that temperature change, you put it in there, that condensation happens on that metal and it wicks into those areas that are retaining that carbon. So by putting this in the bag, it's going to prevent the rust getting mm -hmm. in those particular spaces. But one thing I also wanted to bring to, to throw on here real quick also is I brought on like when, when I knew they were going to be on, I went out to my, my Jeep and I got my tool bag out of my Jeep. Cause you guys have tool bags. Uh, and this is, this is just what I happened to have on hand to display this stuff. But as you can see, these bags are, are, are sold at hardware stores and they're specifically designed for your tools. And I open this up, this sits in the back of my Jeep and Jeeps are notorious for leaking and stuff like that. But I open this up and all of my sockets are rusted. All of my wrenches are rusted. So I got multiple bags in here and I probably have more money in tools than I do in my guns. And believe it or not, because I've just got an entire shop that I've been working on stuff for years, but you, all this stuff, as soon as you put it in their bags and they get in the back of the vehicle and they get that condensation, or if something leaks on them, they leak, you know, it, it, it rusts and you don't see it. So out of sight, out of mind. And then I go to fix something. I open up my bag and it's full of rusty tools. Then I got to oil those tools. I got to clean them off and just another, another thing. But I just wanted to bring that out and show you guys. That's just the, this readily handable, readily available example to show you guys on just my own gear that I have with me every day. So, a question that I had earlier uh, was, uh, does, what gun will fit into the smallest electronic bag that you have? And main reason why I asked is that, like, I decided to actually go through my bug out bag, and I'm like, man, this is a great option. However, I kind of wanted something just a little bit small, because I'm probably going to end up having, like, you know, probably one of the smallest guns I own to actually go in it, um, along with, you know, cell phone, whatever. So, but... 
I mean, like, just just curious. What what's what guns? Well, first, Scott, this is our tool bag, so we'll have to okay. make sure that we get you one of these as. Uh, we used to sponsor a Top Fuel Funny Car team in partnership with Infinite Hero, which is a wonderful charity for veterans. Hey, Elliot, you can show that again. I missed that. Uh, bring that up here. Mm -hmm. This is our tool bag. It also works as a range bag. Um, it'll fluoresce so in the trunk of your Jeep you can see it at night. I did that because I can't see anymore. Um, the bottom has steel strakes on it. And again, lifetime guarantee plus designed to be washed out. So the same material that a lot of the OEM manufacturers provide their tool cases that we use as well, but then we apply our technology. Um, and to answer Ursula's question, we really never designed the phone size case for a gun. Mm -hmm. It was really for, uh, you know, the largest cell phones out there. However, if you have, you know, a Bulldog by Charter Arms, Great War, Bond Arms makes some amazing as I like to call them, mini hand cannons, they'll fit. But I will say you're much better off using the gun and ammo size because although it's – so our cases are like Mexican food. They're all the same. They're just different shapes. So this is <laughs> – that's all it is. Okay. And for workout bags, we have a lot of subscription boxes that work with people who do um, uh, prep preparedness. It's a wonderful option where a lot of the phone cases I've used both personally and I've seen a lot of law enforcement as well is the reason it has the clip on it is so that it can clip onto your bag with your phone or they will keep additional magazines in it and they can even clip it to the plastic side at the shooting range so that you don't have to look around or, you know, find it in the middle of, you know, look for your magazines while you have just shell casings flying all over the place. Right. I'm putting on this rifle uh, video here. We talk, start to talk about your bigger cases. Go ahead, Elliot. Sure. So the dual rifle is our flagship. We wanted to design one case that you go into the woods, you go on your adventures, you can bring everything. It holds two rifles, has a removable gun rug, two handguns, up to 25 magazines, including extended magazines. It's molly strap, so you can actually add any of our other cases to it. Has a backpack, and the backpack is also designed to be able to be mounted to a rut rack, which has been very popular with both 18-wheel truck drivers and the police departments, uh, and also has two dry bags. Why? It's our Swiss Army knife. Titanium lockable zippers. Uh, you know, we wanted you to have the ability to go into your adventures or into your into the woods. And not have to bring anything else. Uh, that case will hold up to a 54-inch weapon, no problem. Um, and we do have a lot of interest from both police and other first responders that use that case specifically for their secondary weapon. Because aside from having a shotgun or an AR chassis in there, it has so much room for... It's like from the movie... Step brothers, there's so much more room for additional activities. <laughs> yeah, look at this. It's a beautiful looking case here. Look at that. Yeah. All Did we just become best friends? Did we just? Yep. <laughs> I don't know ever let me make bunk beds, but it was a terrible idea making bunk beds. I mean, it, it did look like the one that came from the store. But thing is we do you know so our cases are made from what's called 800 p polymer nylon 
We're the only gun case manufacturer that's using this material. Uh, all of our cases start at the low end. It's 600 P polymer nylon. Uh, they are designed to be above and beyond what our military would require. Um, I'm proud and, and, and honored to tell you that we are in initial discussions with the U.S. military about our utility and what we can provide to them. And it really is nice when we, you know, I travel quite a bit. We go to a lot of shows and we run into a lot of people who have these wonderful stories about their grandfather's rifle or their muzzle loader that's been sitting there. It's, you know, they've had it five, four or five generations and they leave it in our case. And quite frankly, it gives them peace of mind. But you also don't have to re-blue them as often as you look at them because they're not sitting there wasting away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Did not think about that. Um, the rifle case, mainly because uh, my new agency, um, they actually deal with weather. So I'm like, <laughs> this is great. Well, yeah, it's funny you bring up weather. We, we have a, a, a number of customers that are higher-end leather, um, excuse me, um, uh, wow, I just had a moment. Uh, a leather, uh, they make um, leather goods for the military as well as, uh, and they keep the weapon as well as the holsters. Excuse me, the word holster just got stuck in my brain for a minute. Uh, but they'll keep the holsters with the weapon in them, especially for, you know, actual um, police Mm -hmm. And it keeps the leather in better condition because if you let that leather sit with all the funkiness that gets in there, mm -hmm. they oh, yeah. get pretty nasty pretty quickly. Yeah. So that was another area that we, and you know, yeah. shout out to Mercendi, who makes some of the best for, you know, competitive cowboy shooters. They use our products as well because it, what it comes down to is that addition of utility. Mm -hmm. And Scott brought something up earlier. You know, one of the things I hear often, especially from OEM partners as well, our weapons are now mostly composite. Why are we worried about rust? Well, that might be the case, but where your trigger is, you have dissimilar metals and an oxidizer. Mm -hmm. If you look up the definition of rust in the dictionary, that is the actual definition of rust. And we stop that. And we take a lot of pride in it because on a daily basis, we'll take the Pepsi challenge and people say, I can't believe it actually works. And I remind them, do you have any idea how challenging it is to get utility patents? Well, you just popped up a question, Chris. Oh, yeah, that is difficult. Right. Okay, no, I said, oh, that's a all-in-one gun case. But I do have a question off of Rumble. So, Canyon Twenty Two would like to know: Does it remove moisture or just control humidity? It's a great question. It's a moisture scavenged environment. It will remove moisture from whatever is in the case. It will not pull ambient moisture from the environment. How do we have this? We've tested it interdicted all of our testing they literally put the case in a steam room so whatever you put inside of the case the material is designed to be moisture wicking and it will pull all that moisture in it will not regulate humidity from the exterior now that being said once you have the humidity in there all of our pouches and i show this because it's the simplest example have ports in them for airflow here, hold Why that up there again. Let me get it. Sure. It doesn't matter how much moisture you can pull into a product. If it doesn't breathe, you're going to have mildew issues. Our cases all breathe. The larger cases will actually breathe through the zippers. They're designed specifically for that. 
So it will pull the moisture down to very low levels and it will also uh, pull the moisture out of whatever is in them, but it does not have any effect nor is it affected by ambient moisture from the environment. It's a great question. Cool. Yeah. <coughs> well, I tell you what, yeah, we, we also lots have lots of uh, uh, comments here on, uh, on, on social media. Scott, uh, I'm going to give you the last word because we're going to go to break here in just a minute. Scott? I was just saying we've already we've got viewers that have won your product in the past mm -hmm. and they're yeah. they're commenting on here that you know that that uh, someone dropped their phone in in water and threw it in there and it did the trick do, did exactly like it would claim to do so just wanted to let you know that uh, some of you, some of the people that are believers in your product are are on here commenting about it so yeah and it's it's one of those things that really is a must have you know for you know, even even people that you know well I only keep mine in this big super fancy safe well they still get the dehumidifiers they still get the desiccant they still get all these other things well your gun doesn't always live in that safe so when it has to get out of there you know you need to you need to protect it mm -hmm. well for handguns uh, as you mentioned safe i know we're going to break i can't tell you how many clients will keep numerous handguns in this case which does have velcro on it and they put a they put a sticker on it or they put a piece of paper on it why because you know the most extreme examples people have hundreds of guns and if they wanted to spend their entire time socially cleaning them they still wouldn't get through all so a lot of customers utilize our products in safe for long-term as well as short-term storage you could have just called me lazy yeah. to my face yeah there, there. <laughs> hey guys we're going to be back. talking about me aren't you i know i feel attacked <laughs> We're going to be back after this short break, and uh, there's going to be a lucky winner uh, of a bone dry case in, in just a few moments. The headrest safe is quick and easy to use. Some may even call it a game changer. The headrest safe acts as a safety net, protecting your belongings while keeping them out of sight and out of bounds of others, serving as security while also keeping your valuables in bounds. That's what the headrest safe provides for me. Game, set, match. Hey, welcome back. It's the beautiful Arizona mountains in the background. Yes, that's the real thing. And uh, sometimes if you come in, you see it raining, you know we didn't get a graphic for that. Hey, make sure that you sign up for our email blast at the bottom of every page at gunstuff.tv. And uh, save yourself some money, by the way, and, and purchase your products from us. Uh, let me bring back on our guest, and we're going to wrap up here with Bone Dry before we move on. So, guys, uh, uh, we appreciate, Elliot, you, the time that you've spent. We think it's a great product. And we have a winner here. Uh, Ursula is... Have you gotten back the uh, output from our supercomputer yes, underneath the I Black did. Mountain? Yes, I did. And also, because it is a two two three day, so... two two three day. Today okay. is two two three day. So I decided to pick, uh, or the computer decided to pick, Janman223 as the winner of the bone dry case. All right, there you go. Oh, you know what? I need to sh show you. Oh, that was <laughs> from, me. from uh, Rumble. Yeah, yeah, let's take a look here. Uh, and and you, you have to fill out this form, by yep. the way. Gunstuff.tv slash winner. It's not enough just to tell your friend you won it. you got to fill out the yeah. form. <laughs> uh, otherwise, it's not going to show up your direction. So fill that out. And then uh, pick out your 
FFL, whatever you're required to do an FFL in this show, uh, all of that information, it's right there. Uh, you're not going to need an FFL, so we're going to ship this right to your house. Hey, mm -hmm. by the way, before we leave, uh, tell our folks how they can find you on the Internet. And I think I've got it right here, Elliot. Sure. So you would go to www.bonedry.com. Use the code GSTV30. We'll give you 30% off, mm -hmm. unlimited, and feel free to share it with your friends. And keep in mind, this gives you the additional utility of moisture, prevention, moisture removal and rust prevention and a lifetime warranty. So if you like Ursula and you don't pay attention to your weapons, as she's by self-admission, you'll know that our cases will be there for you no matter what conditions you wind up in. And again, guaranteed for life. So once you own our case, you're never going to have to buy another one. And uh, tool bags, too. Uh, Scott, uh, you, yes. you, you're a little bit remiss in this as well. Hey, Elliot, we're going to have you back yep. on again uh, soon. And yep. uh, keep us posted of any of your new products coming out. My pleasure. Thank you. Hey, it's great to have these products on there. I love that bone dry case. Let's bring on uh, our next. Real quick, it's also the winner's birthday. Oh, the winner's birthday. Yeah, so wow. uh, Jan May oh, wow. three. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Down two, two, three, Happy birthday. <laughs> hey, uh, Colton from Weep. <laughs> Weep Reponries uh, is on our show, and uh, we're glad to have you here, Colton. Hey, uh, uh, you've been watching all our hijinks here and wondering what the heck is going on. Why am I waiting? But here you are, and you've been patient about it. Hey, thanks for being on our show. Hey, Colton, tell us a little bit about Reap Weaponries and uh, how you got started. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having us on. So we started here and just kicked off in the end of 2022 and had a release at SHOT Show 23 this year. Um, our introductory product is called the Psy. It is a bolt-on, bullpup style conversion kit for the mil-spec AR-15. So that was kind of our initial launch and what we're going to be continuing to release this year. Cool. And uh, folks, yeah. of course, can learn a little bit more here. Uh, Scott, you were going to say? Oh, no. So uh, as I was talking with uh, Colton before the show uh, and, and saying I've, you know, I've, I've had my eyes on, you know, bullpup conversions and stuff for a long time. And I really like their design. And, and, I, and I know he'll get into it a little bit more here, but there's a there's been several iterations and several people trying to figure out how to make that work. And I really like his design because it's a shorter, more compact version. And, and, and I'm sure we'll get more into it in just a second. Yeah, and Ursula, the idea of the bull, bullpups, summarize it for us, Ursula. All right, so what <laughs> with bullpups, mainly when you see a bullpup, you're like, what well, is this really weird thing? Because most people first like bullpup interaction, especially on the 223 platform, it's going to be kind of like an AUG, which they're, they're AUGs. So you got the mag in the back. Um, I, this going to sound, I hope this, I'm not offending anybody, but I'm not 100% a fan of bullpups. I said it. This is why. It's because I am busty. Exactly oh, why. okay. That's well, the main reason why I am not a fan yeah, of all right. because I got to do all types of stuff here, right, right here in this region. Yeah, it's kind of hard when you bust. This me. is a this is a G-rated show. <laughs> I don't be a G -rated. She I does this. She's always bringing it into every show. <laughs> I, I tell you said what, way keep, worse show keeping, words on this yeah, show. Keeping the sexuality <laughs> out of this, okay? No, hey. Especially if I'm running kid or something like that. That's just me. So, but, so here we got here. <laughs> tell us what we're looking at here, Colton. Get us back into the realm yeah. of. 
So this is our video. We do have a overview of kind of the internal workings and what is all in our system and how the design works. Um, our approach was to stay as simplistic as possible um, and leave as much of the modular to the AR-15 system available to the end consumer. So we stayed out of the way of bolt catches, uh, magazine releases, pull handles, charging handles, um, just try to leave it as open-ended as possible for people to choose what they would like to run with the system as well as one thing that's different about ours is we left the stock option open to consumers. So you can create and design the system you want to, and you can have, you know, have the option to choose what length of pull you want with what stock system you put on it. Um, and whatever upper receiver you want to run with, it does work with bufferless and buffered systems. So if you want to run to a BRN 180 and kind of do something really short, you're available to do that and really neck things down, or if you want to stay on just an existing platform you have and just invest into a short, uh, shorter stock system and a shortened buffer, what kind of system you want to run with there, that option is open as well. So we just wanted to leave it as modular and open-ended as possible for people to create and design what they want to do. Obviously, still, you know, paying attention to the NFA rules and what they, people need to know what they're kind of putting together and pay attention to overall length requirements and things and register things properly, but we wanted to leave the option for people to really do what they want to do with the bullpup and have something truly tailored to the situation they want. It looks like voodoo to me. Yeah, I'm telling well, you what. Ask, <laughs> what do you think, Ursula? Oh, I was going to ask, like, what prompted you to do this? Were you just out one day like, you know what? I need to do this. <laughs> like, what happened? Actually, uh, I do a lot of coyote hunting uh, with a thermal and a suppressor, so my situation was just getting really long, and I wanted to compact things down, but I didn't want to invest in a new rifle, um, mm -hmm. and I didn't like a lot of the features and a lot of the looks of the existing bullpups that were on the market, so I decided to do something kind of different that allowed the availability. I figured there was room for it, and I knew kind of had an idea in my head of how to do it and how to go about it, so mm -hmm. a year later, here we are. That's awesome. And that is one of the biggest perks when it comes yeah. down to bullpups is that the overall length versus your standard AR platform um, is way shorter than, you know, uh, than your full, you know, 16 inch barrel and you have your upper and then you have your, your stock or your brace or whatever attachment you want to do. Um, but with a bullpup, you're actually like uh, recessing a lot of the, your main cycling stuff to the back. So, but the bullpup design is great. I just not for me. Yeah, well, yeah. okay. And the, the, Until you have your... The awesome part. Oh, no, until, until, until I right. go to Cali, get arrested, <laughs> and, and have the state pay for it, because, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm going to totally do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Who brought that up? <laughs> I guess it was me. Sorry. Sorry. I'm no, sorry. no. Mine goes to the gutter. Hey, but what, one of the head. really cool things about this is that... Yeah, one of the really cool things about this is that you can figure out a way to make it work with... A standard AR platform. Uh, I know there's, you know, like I, I got on the website, did a little research on it, and I know there's a couple limitations on it, like because not all, uh, you know, you got some super fancy ones out there that are a little thicker and stuff like that. But like the reason you said, uh, you know, mil spec in the beginning because that's the standard of thickness and stuff like that. So, but you guys have made this so that it can attach onto. So if you own a, an, an AR, you can make this conversion. Uh, and one of the one of the cool things, that, and I'd like for you to explain a little bit on the front end here too. So you have the little adapter bar, um, and I, I'm sorry, I can't remember the 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 name for that part. Um, but that goes onto your rail on the front, and then it'll the pins will go through there. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. Yeah. So we have an actual mounting block that we have that will 
interface with a handguard, uh, M-Lock or Keymod, it's all adjustable. So you can fit it on a lot of options. Um, and then what we did is we used a actually mil-spec AR-15 takedown pin and retain it in the body of our kit, same as what the low receiver is. So then at that point, instead of pushing just two takedown pins, when you want to separate the upper and low receiver, now with our system, there's four, but you can still get to all the internals of your system or switch uppers to say a shorter or longer, a different caliber. Um, makes it very easy just to switch things out. And then the kit would stay just attached to the lower. Um, so you can just quickly index and change or maintain or do what you need to do with the two systems separated. Yeah. yeah so you would just get a different, a different adapter it, to put on different uppers. If you want to run a 300 black or you want to go into a, like six arc or something like that, and you want to run it on the same, on the same lower that you've already converted. So therefore you don't have to buy multiple kits. You get, it still keeps the modularity with it, with the AR that you can swap this out, which is part of the thing that we, that we really, really like. But one of the other things I wanted to ask as well is that, so now you've got four, you have four takedown pins. I would assume since it's bridging the gap, right? It's going between the, you have the two takedown pins in the receiver. Then you also have two takedown pins in the in the handguard itself i'm assuming that that would make it even stronger and uh be able to take a little bit more abuse and and things like that would i be correct in that yes absolutely the what we use it for too is that it the air 15 really works as a spine for the system and really locks things together and makes it a very stiff rigid system hey we got a great question here from kevin schultz let me see if i can put it up he says uh how is the trigger pull that's a good question yeah, so with our system, we use all CNC machined parts. Um, we keep tolerances, everything very strict. We're very particular on how we have things manufactured. Um, we use 5052 aluminum for the trigger bar, and it's all precision machined and bent. And then we actually use an acetyl delrin bushing block that cuts down the friction coefficient and keeps it as smooth as possible. And we're actually adding under a pound and a half to the trigger weight. Oh, wow. So it indexes yeah. to whatever aftermarket trigger you have in the system. Um, it's all an adjustable system, so you can set that up to whatever brand of trigger you have. Say you have a two and a half in it, you can get just a little over three and a quarter pounds or three and three quarter pounds um, trigger weight added. So it does keep the trigger very, very low in comparison to a lot of the other bullpup options. Well, I do have another trigger question. Uh, JL Underwood from Rumble would like to know, will binary triggers work with this? <laughs> Here we go. It absolutely uh, does work with the binary trigger. <laughs> Uh, we, we, look, oh, let, people, let people oh, do what they do. Oh, binary. Uh, binary. Yeah. I don't know. Binary triggers. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought this, I'm going to get in trouble with the FCC. But yeah, better answer that question. Binary triggers. Go ahead. It does work with the binary trigger, yes. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. I, I, I just. Uh, oh my God. Hey, this is uh, Colton. So, regret, Colton, regret. Uh, another question. Yeah, Colton, oh. another question for myself. So, uh, so uh, like, if you you have different stock options to go under, so I see that you have a collapsible stock one. Also, is there really anything out there that just makes it flat on the end? Is there any options on on something like that that you guys have seen since since you guys have had a chance to? look into this i haven't i've never even thought about looking for something that just comes right off the receiver and just you know makes it just a flat spot so for you to shoulder it uh and i don't even know if that product even exists yeah so for bufferless systems and doing that specific thing we actually are just finalizing some of our product development and releasing something for that all right 
Oh, awesome. That'd be perfect. Yeah, okay. that's great. So we will have an option coming out in 23 for that. There is all oh, kinds nice. of questions. Um, hey, hey, Mark says, made in the U.S. of A. Is that right? Yes, it is. Right, right in Minnesota. Excellent. All right. So Pro Gene on Rumble said, I saw there was a suggestion not to run these on shorty barrels, which will, which will seem to be a useful thing given the brace debacle in progress. Would this apply to a pure blowback AR variance? Um, that I guess I'm not familiar with a pure blowback. Um, yeah, me either. Uh, I'm guessing. I'm guessing he he means direct impingement. Or DI. yeah, your your okay. your direct impingement or something like that. DI, yeah. Okay. It would work on a DI system gun. Yes, I just um, our the main thing we had talked about with uh barrel lengths and things of that nature was the shortest we legally recommend to do is a 11 and a half just to be wary of where the side ends on the rail um and just as far as finger placement and things as that as far as people wanting to do barrels and such just got to follow the guidelines for the nfa and the legalities for all of that yeah so if you put a shorty barrel inside that handguard when you wrap your handguard when you wrap your hand around that handguard all the way at the end you could get some of that blast from your birdcage or whatever, you know, muzzle device. But, you know, we just suggest that you would just put something on there on the end of it that would, you know, like go for, you know, blast can or something or just something that would direct that outside of the outside of the, the handguard itself. You know, because if you had if you say that, uh, you know, a 14 inch barrel or something on there, then if you run, like you said, a 10 inch barrel, then that muzzle brake will be inside of the handguard. So you could get a little bit of that. But the, yeah, the cool thing about that stuff, is that uh, what uh, you'll see some Colton um, on, on yeah. some of our episodes. Uh, Scott's very well familiar. About uh, <laughs> 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 blew my finger off. Yeah, about blew my finger off on it. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, that, and I'll, I'll never live that down. Uh, but uh, Colton, what is the overall length on a on a on a rifle, like a bullpup rifle? If it was going to be considered rifle, there's so you can mm -hmm. do the bullpup conversion, and that moves the entire action back into your shoulder, which makes the overall thing, the overall rifle, shorter. But there's still a minimum length for it to be considered a rifle with the uh, with the uh, ATF or AFT, if you as a you want to call it. <laughs> yeah so overall length requirements is 26 inches and a 16 inch mm -hmm. barrel okay 16 inch barrel with 26 inches and and with uh with with this so and i'm i'm sorry i'm drawing a blank but i can't remember the length of the ar receiver plus so what would you what configuration would you run to get to that to that 26 inch length on your on your system um if you're running a say you're running a bufferless system and uh, just have a piece of Picatinny rail attachment on the back, like the one you have pictured right now. It just has a piece of uh, Magpul Picatinny rail cover on the back as a stock. Um, that with a 16-inch barrel, um, you would need to put a pin in, or pin and weld a brake on the end of it to hit that minimum length requirement. Otherwise, um, on a couple other photos that we have, we have a Deadfoot Arms uh, SCW system, and that adds a uh, two and a half inches on the back for the stock system. And that with a 16 inch barrel comes directly to 26 and a quarter. Hey, well, guys, nice. we're, we're up against a break here. Uh, we're going to ask you to ha hang in there a minute, uh, Colton, and, and come around the other side. And uh, for you folks that are watching live, we actually are going to have a, a giveaway in, in, in just uh, uh, 
few short uh, minutes after, actually seconds after this break. Hey, thanks for watching. By the way, your comments and questions are great. During the show, we appreciate your comments and the questions are always on point. If you're watching this in syndication in over 30 different markets all over the United States, and you're watching this afterwards, make sure that you come back and watch our live show every Tuesday and Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Hey, let's uh, go back and let's see uh, Colton and uh, gang. We appreciate everything we've learned. Uh, we just touched the surface. We got lots of questions. It looks like Ursula is, is the cat's got her tongue. Yeah. Well, no, because somebody on Rumble, a, a viewer, has a question. Go um, ahead. NJMKS31. So it's about to be NJ Minks. I'm just going to come up with a name here. He wants to know the price <laughs> of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So our. Our price is $4.99 for the kit. Um, we are just releasing our pre-order here March 1st. So we do have a promotion going on for that on our website with a few spots left. And after that, we'll be just direct ship out. Cool. So Reap Weaponries, if you go there now, the early announcement, you're going to save some that, money. That website right there. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Do that again. Uh, that's I know, right? very yeah, clever. Right I don't there. know how she right? does that. Yeah. Good job. All right, so our winner. Nope, I'm wrong side. I tried it. I tried it. I got it backwards. <laughs> 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 um so giveaway t-shirt reap rep dang chris now you're rubbing off on me reap weaponry <laughs> shirt and uh, i'm gonna do that on rumble and uh scott's gonna pick someone out for the hat okay let's start with the rumble winner um it's gonna be canyon 22 because 22 is also another part of the 22 you know, Canyon 22. Yeah. Make sure you fill this out at gunstuff.tv. You can see it right there on your screen. And Scott. And our Facebook winner for the hat is Michael Soj Sojik. So <laughs> Michael, same thing for you. Apparently, we, we don't know yeah. English today. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sojika. <laughs> and we'll, we'll bring back your uh, URL. Uh, reapweaponries.com. I'm a professional. I can say that. Hey, Colton, thanks for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. And, and uh, we're Thank glad you, we ran into you at SHOT. We hope to see you again very, very soon. Yes. Hey, guys, uh, it's been a great show. Thanks a lot for 
helping out, Scott, uh, in the nether words world of uh, way back at the hollers of Kentucky. We appreciate you coming in. Yep. And, and uh, Ursula, you're a little bit closer. We're, yes. We're glad to have you here. And uh, I want to just let, let everybody know today's show was sponsored by the letter R because apparently yeah. we've been having issues all day today. <laughs> Holy cow. Hey, Scott, tomorrow, uh, just giving our, our viewers a little preview. Tomorrow you're going to be competing, right? At Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so as soon as we're as soon as we wrap up here, I'm gathering my stuff and heading down uh, a little bit further south from here and competing in a competition that we do every year. And we've and you can go and find uh, past versions of this on our on our website. Uh, but it's Heartbreak and it is a 10K two gun biathlon and they run you through the woods and the crawling through creeks and everything. So they really put you through a test, but it's a heartbreaking evolution in the cold. It uh, looks like we might have a nice break in the weather. It might be a little nice for us tomorrow, but that just means everything's going to be extra muddy. So, you know, usually it's frozen at this time of year here, but uh, it might be thawed out, which is going to make it just a muddy, nasty mess. So 10K mud run. Hey, you guys, uh, and you're so, going to get some film. A lot of fun. We're going to see it, right? Mm -hmm. Social media? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah we're going to be filming. Yep. Hey, well, that's great. And uh, by the way, uh, it's not just 10K, but there's another uh, K in there, another thousand feet at least going up and down those hills in Kentucky. Oof, oof. It's uh, yes. I, I, you guys oh. look it up on, on just go to gunstuff.tv. You'll see it under our documentaries. There's got to be one in there. Just look for it. It is a heartbreak and the name of it says everything. And uh, I imagine there's only two or three people still willing to do it after all these years. Is that right, Scott? Or, or, or are there? A it, lot of no, it's, it's very popular in our area. It's very popular in our area and it sells out in minutes. Uh, oh, you know, wow. I mean, people yeah. are just, we, you know, there's a bunch, there's a bunch of us crazies out there that are just signing up to, <laughs> you know, we're just waiting on the computer ready to go mm -hmm. to enter our information and give our money away to run these races. So, well, next yeah. week we're going to see some footage, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have footage. some for you next week. Thanks, Ursula. Thanks, sure. Scott. Hey, and you know what? I don't want you folks to think that I've neglected you because I said you all could be winners, right? Isn't that right? So if you want to get yourself one of these ADCO Super Thumb kits, all you have to do is go to gunstuff.tv. That's a website. And uh, put in pistol pack as a code. Bring it up on your screen. Normally around a $50, $60 value plus freight. You're going to get it free, but you're going to need to put in the super secret code. And here it is. ADCO. ADCO. And uh, write that in there, and you're going to get one of those for free. And... Don't forget, you should be wearing one of these everywhere you go, the gun stuff ball cape, ball cap available and three different lovely colors. And to get yours, when you put it into the shopping cart at gunstuff.tv, make sure you don't forget to check out with the coupon freedom, freedom, freedom. There it is. Make sure you put that in there and you're going to come away a winner. In fact, you're all winners in our book. Make sure you sign up for all of our email blasts at gunstuff.tv. Now, next time, which is going to be uh, just in a few days, we've got Vantac and you're going to be able to see this great uh, supply. You're going to it's going to blow your socks off. In fact, every time I see one of these things, I, I, I can never figure it out uh, because they come up with such new products and new Frontier Armory. So, hey, guys, remember now, until next time, get your stuff from Gun Stuff.